Columbus cast. I'm Laura. I'm Julia. This is the Columbus cast. Yeah, it's January 22nd. We are in the middle of restaurant week. We are in the middle of restaurant week. Yum. Yes. I have not been to a restaurant yet, but you, Laura, has. I have. Actually, do you want to hear a funny story? Yes. So I went to Ampersand on Monday night, which was also Martin Luther King Day. And um, I'm glad that a lot of, like, the restaurants stayed open for Monday because I know, like, sometimes restaurants are closed on Mondays just in general. And then between that and the holiday. But anyway, it was opened. And I went. And it was nice because it was in Short North. But, like, parking was free. Again, holiday. Oh, yeah, because it's a holiday. Um, I love that. And then I... uh, got home yesterday and realized i didn't have my credit card and so turns out i left my credit card at ampersand oops so maybe it's like at a least little you didn't lose it i know i'm very glad i didn't lose it but maybe it's like a little ploy because now i gotta go back and get it and i'm like hmm, hmm. do i get more <laughs> more <laughs> round two round two Ugh. it looked very very good it was really yummy and i think that like the menu was a good deal i thought originally it was 15 but the whole menu was 20 um but we got like three courses the the matcha cheesecake was tiny but i went with nathan and he like loves cheesecake and he was pretty happy with it so it was a good time it's like it was a good opportunity to like try if you you know go to a place like that and you never know what to order it was a Mm -hmm. good yeah i know i like the ones that they kind of just like this is what they have on Mm -hmm. the menu so you're a little bit more limited yeah but i'm gonna try to make it out to a restaurant tonight and i'll be going to Figlio tomorrow. So very yummy. I will good. be hitting up some restaurants hopefully. Wait, Figlio's in Grandview too. Yes. And the one you're going to tonight, High Banks. Banks is attempting to go attempting to tonight. Attempting to go we'll to. We'll see. Stay tuned to the Instagram. If you're listening to this tomorrow and you're also seeing pictures on the gram of High Banks, then you'll I, know I we made were it. successful. <laughs> I didn't actually need a reservation. So we'll see. But um I've never been to Figlio. I've been to High Banks once, like a while ago, like probably two years ago. So I'm excited to test it out again yeah so you didn't go to a restaurant at restaurant week yet but you did go to i did go to beer fest yes beer fest was so much fun it's too much fun i had like secondhand fun because i saw all the people coming out of beer fest oh yeah post, post beer fest post beer fest but oh, let's yeah. get an inside scoop what was it like inside oh it was awesome like i don't know what i expected i think when i expected like lots of lines for some reason okay and, and- like to get the samples and stuff but there were so many tents like there are so many beers and because it was in the convention center yeah it was in the convention center and i've never been inside the convention center oh really yeah i'd never been in there so that was like wow they have a chick-fil-a in there wait they do yeah maybe like on the other side i've yeah it's it's a big building it's big so did you um did you see the like the big head yeah i did did you did you do the did you do it okay so for all of us like out of context there's a big head sculpture and like the the front atrium, window the front on window like yeah, high street of the, the convention, convention center. center and it's digital so it like changes the face and it's um an installation art piece so you can go inside and we'll take a picture of your face and then it will be like on the statue yeah and i did that one time a couple of years ago at um arnold at the arnold okay yeah, I did not do that. I was just too you amped probably were to get too into having too much fun beer fest. But um, after beer fest, I probably would have done it. <laughs> Sounds right. So it was really fun. They have all these stations. Like, so technically, you're supposed to give up a ticket. They give you 25 tickets. You're supposed to give up a ticket every time you get a beer sample. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't really take tickets at all. And then in between, there's all these um, not refresher stations. They call them something else. <coughs> but there's just stations of like 
drinks that don't need a ticket to mm. get. So it's like even if you use 25 tickets, there's still like stands all over the place that don't require tickets. Wow. And then they also had like local liquor and um, other sort of drinks. And it was really, really, really fun. Definitely like got my money's worth. Was it worth it? It was so worth it. I saw people um, – so I was – I was at Mikey's on High, which is, like, right across from the convention center, like, as people were getting out and saw people mm-hmm. wearing, like, necklaces with, like, pretzels oh, on Oh, yeah. Them. We made some pretzel necklaces. Is that what that was about? And, like, some guys had, like, a, like lanyards with, like, bags of um, oh, yeah. some people go- were goldfish clipped to it. Were really legit and had, like, all these sorts of snacks. and Was it just to, like, carve up? Yeah, just to have something to eat. Cause, That's smart. I mean, there's a couple food stations in there, but there's really, like... It's all beer. It's, it's all beer and it's all um it's what, all just very what kind readily of, was available. it all like local beer what um, was your favorite there was well, a like, lot of like ohio of what you tasted beer. i think oh, i can't even remember what my favorites were because i had so many good ones but i did stop by saucy and we talked to the people working the booth to ask <laughs> them when they're gonna open up their brewery in harrison west and they said april 1st okay maybe they it's said a joke. it didn't open up this past fall because there was a fire in the building so um i am super pumped so it was really fun weekend and then other than that i really did the bare minimum yep yeah sounds like it um so on that was saturday night and saturday night i went to kingmakers have you ever been yes i love king i had never been before um so i didn't really know what to expect but kingmakers is like a bar not like a barcade it's just got board games. It just has board games, but, like, also the people that work there are, like, so nice and friendly and helpful, mm-hmm. and I walked in with a friend of mine, but um, it was – so we went early. We went at, like, 8, and it was a really good thing that we did because it fills up really fast yeah. in there because um, it's, like, first come, first serve. You can't make a reservation, and there aren't a ton of tables. No, it's kind of, like, small, intimate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, they have beer there, too. We didn't And have... they also have mead. They do have mead. They had kombucha. Um, they had like local sodas, so they have a ton of good like beverage selections and a few snacks. But there's no kitchen, so it's just like you know snack snacks. Um, and then so I went to the Mikey's on high because that's someone that has the supposed uh, speakeasy underneath. Oh yeah. And so we waited for probably like an hour to get into the speakeasy. Oh my gosh. Sacred Palm. So if uh, I'm spoiling spoiling the secret, I think it's like not I think it's not I, a secret. Yeah. I people know about it. You can find it. You can google it. Yeah. Yeah. Um so uh in the basement of Mikey's late night on High Street it, like in Southern cuz there's two on High Street, but the one that's like more south, there's a speakeasy called Sacred Palm. It, they're probably you can really only fit like 40 50 people Mm -hmm. in there and you walk through like a beverage cooler to get into it i took a video it's on the um story on the story on the instagram if you want at cbus cast if you're not following us cbus cast so yeah yeah so sounds like weekends were eventful so now we can just move into what's happening this week in columbus yeah we got some uh news for you guys we'll give you your food and drink updates we got a little bit of sports um some politics and construction, you know, as you like, and then events at the very end. So hang tight if you're waiting to see what's happening this weekend. Yes, if you're into it. Get us started with that news. Okay, so news. This is like, this warmed my heart. I think we should always start with like a good news story. I saw this on Instagram. The Avondale School has this program called Walking School Bus. 
And so once a month on Fridays, adults walk all the little kids because it's an elementary school um, to like from a from a park that they designate to the school Avondale and Franklinton. And it's like super cute. And they like all all the adults wear vests and they all hold hands. And it's like, how do they get to school every other day of the week? They take an actual bus. This is just like a community program. And it says they can walk with their friends or they can make new friends if like they, you know. Yeah, I get to know your neighbors. Get to know your neighbors, yeah. Oh. And then the parents, your parents can walk too, you know, if they want to. But it That's just seems cute. like a cute, cool thing. Like once a month, they like they walk like a couple blocks. It's not like that far, mm-hmm. but um, and it's also to like raise awareness for like road safety, like driving safe, and like using um sidewalks and crosswalks, crosswalks like properly. That's cool. Yeah. So yeah, I saw it on Instagram, and like these little kids are walking to school, and it's just really cute. So I wanted to start with a good news story. I like that. Okay, so bring us into the bad news. Yeah, so there was some drama around Short North Food Hall. I wasn't really following really closely when it happened, but I did see like a little bit of the aftermath. Did you hear about this too? Yeah, I, I saw it on like Instagram or Twitter or something, and oh, something yeah. similar happened um, at Midway, like a bar on cam- or bar club, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, on campus where they tried to instill a, de- a dress code and uh, people were not pleased with it yeah so um essentially at food hall what happened is they start they were starting to enforce a dress code and people said it was racist or had like racial undercurrents according to a few people so the policy um i guess short north food hall like issued an apology afterwards saying you know we are members of a diverse and passionate short north community and we did not mean to discriminate in any form but there, so the dress code set was banning items including ill-fitting or excessive baggy clothes, work booth, work boots, athletic clothing, jerseys, sagging pants, excessive jewelry, including grills and headphones. I don't really get the athletic clothing, clothing jersey. I mean, I don't really get any of it. But also, like saying no work boots, athletic clothing, clothing, athletic clothing. And jerseys, like that's gonna rule out like game day crowd for right. you. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I, um, it's it's a it's tricky. I mean, I definitely respect people's like opinions if they feel like you know these rules that were enforced have like an unequal effect or impact on a certain group of people. Um, I kind of think it's weird because like Short North is like. It was a food hall originally. Yeah. Like, it's called Store North Food Hall. So you think you're going to go there and, like, get all this food. And, like, I feel like lately they've just been transitioning to, like, more and more of a club. Yeah, there's like, not really food there anymore. There, no, there isn't really food there anymore. So it's just kind of, like, a weird vibe. And it's, like, just pick where you're going. Yeah, food pick hall. what you want to do. Pick what you want. And and it's also weird that they would enforce – that um, Corso Ventures would enforce this, like, at one of their properties. But, but like, not- all of them. Yeah. It's, like – that's a little weird too so we'll see i'm definitely still following this one um and again i think that you know definitely not discounting anyone who feels um hurt or you know personally targeted by this kind of code but it's it's just a little bit confusing to see coming from short north Mm -hmm. i think they should stay in their lane (laughs) (laughs) okay um what else so what about The Bachelor? Oh, yeah. Can you tell me so, about that? So uh, next week, The Bachelor is coming to Cleveland. This <laughs> isn't Columbus news, but it's Ohio news. And um, I just think it's interesting because they 
so a couple seasons ago, The Bachelor went to Richmond, Virginia, and Richmond shelled out like I think $300,000 or may have been as much as half a million to have them shoot there. But Cleveland is like it's an undisclosed amount of money of how much they paid The Bachelor to go and film in Cleveland. So they're like filming a whole season in no Cleveland? just an episode like okay they just do little trips i don't i and, guess i don't know how okay. it works if you don't watch the bachelor <laughs> once they get past like i think once they get down to like 15 ish girls wow, um still a lot yeah Holy cow. they start going off out from la and they go on little trips and people always make fun of the bachelorette because their trips always suck and like the bachelor will be like we're going to madrid and then on the bachelor bachelorette they'll be like we're going to louisiana okay like, and not even like new orleans like we're going to the middle of nowhere louisiana yeah <laughs> so it was kind of fun. when they did the whole richmond thing they did like a tour of a graveyard and it was just like it was for richmond tourism like richmond tourism shelled out the money to mm-hmm. get them to film there but like i don't know anyone who'd want to go visit richmond after that like it was the weirdest dates it didn't look fun at all like that sucks <laughs> So I'm interested to see how they paint Cleveland, and I also am very curious to how much Cleveland um, paid to have Interesting them Interesting that, there. like, the city has to pay, not vice versa. Well, I mean, it's just kind of, like, promoting yeah, the city. Yeah, I get that. So it's, like, influencing. This, we're in that influencing lifestyle. I wonder if we'll lifestyle. go to a basketball game. Um, they go to Cedar Point and the square with that Cedar lamp in the Point. middle. Oh, did it already come out? Um, no, I just I, – I've read oh, spoilers. Oh, okay. I guess I don't know what Cedar Point is. I don't – I – Guys, I don't watch The Bachelor, and I've never been to Cleveland, so, like, let's just... <laughs> well, you, maybe you should watch this episode and see if it makes you want to travel okay, to Cleveland. Okay, deal. I'll watch it, and I'll also be confused why this man is being followed around by a, a flock of 15 women. Okay, sounds great. <laughs> uh, any other news, Julia? Um, Lucky's is closing, oh, but not in Columbus. Yeah, I saw this. So, I knew that Lucky's was a chain, but I thought it was from Columbus originally, so there's one on High Street in, like, Clintonville area. Um, but apparently it's from Colorado originally. Did you know that? I did not know that. But so they have uh, th- like almost 40 locations as it stands right now. And they're closing as many as 35 of them, like around that number of ballparking. Um, but they're going to keep the one in Clintonville open. Oh, that's nice. So it actually was Clintonville was their third location. So they had two in Denver. It was their first out of state location. I don't know why they picked Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, well, Columbus is supposed to be a great microcosm of the entire like rest of the united states like we're supposed yeah. to be like very closely make up the demographic of like the entire united states right. in this one city well i personally love luckies and i'm really glad that they're staying um they have a a wine deal on saturdays similar to like Ooh. whole foods does five for five and then at the grand the italian market nope the um giant eagle um, grandview market district does something mm-hmm. similar to um so Lucky's does something like that. And then also on Sundays, occasionally, if you go in the afternoon, they have a live band performing. Oh, nice. They're just like such a cool little, They have a lot of cool stuff. They have a lot of bulk items. Like their produce is really good. And then their bulk section is huge. And if you bring your own jars, you know, they'll take the tear away and they'll um, like help you reduce your plastic consumption. So all around, I'm a big fan of Lucky's. It's very expensive, but that's not the I feel point like it here. just depends on what you're getting. Like every grocery store has those items that are yeah, like that's true. more expensive than somewhere else. Very true. Okay. Do you want to do you want to get into food and drink now yeah, that we are talking about you, grocery uh, stores? Yeah, why don't you tell me about this Lego pop-up bar? Okay, there's a Lego pop-up bar coming to Columbus. It's coming to the kitchen on Livingston Avenue 2 days in March. Um, I think it's like mid-March. 
But basically, they're doing. We're now a real city because we have pop up bars happening. Love it. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. (laughs) Pop up bars, murals. We're coming for you, Nashville. Just saying. Exciting apartments. Yeah, exciting apartments. But this pop up bar is just going to have like a ton of Legos. Um, They're going to have a ping pong table made out of Legos. It's going to be prizes and. I'm assuming like themed drinks and good photo ops and everything. Yeah. And the ticket prices you get, they're like 15 to $20 and you get to go in the bar for 90 minutes. Um, oh, you're timed. Wow. Yeah, you're timed. And it's probably pretty small. Yeah, I think uh, the kitchen is pretty small. I'm pretty sure the kitchen is normally like a um, cooking class kind of place. That's what I was like, kind of thinking like of. Like they do like small yeah. meals and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, so it sounds pretty cool and – like pretty cheap. I like that they have a timer on it though because when I went to the pop-up bar in DC for Christmas a couple years ago, they didn't have a time limit on it. So it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, people go in there. It's like you don't know if it's going to be 90 minutes till you get in or three hours. So I think it's kind of nice that like people are able to like reserve a time and go rather than have to like wait in line. Although lines do create like this want and desire to go in and check it out. Right. Well, that's really interesting. I will be keeping my eye on that to see because uh, it sounds fun. Although I am surprised that it's not like in Easton. Because like didn't oh, yeah, Lego, they open that whole Lego, Lego world? Open, like, have you whole, gone there yet? I haven't because you have to have a kid with you to go. Really? I think so. Oh, man. You can't go in without – it's like Chuck E. Cheese. I did not know that. Yeah, Damn because I, I'm, I'm fairly certain. That could ruins be, some of my Could plans. be wrong on that, but I also haven't tried. That's also not fair. I'm just saying. I don't know why they do that. I mean, if maybe you so let like, adults into Disney World without kids, you should be able to let it's a little people into because like people are so insane about Disney. I I could be insane about Legos. Why are my passions less <laughs> not than, respected? <laughs> less than those who want to go to Disney World without kids. Columbus Legoland. Yeah, I don't know. Let's see tickets. Let's see if you can buy one adult ticket. They have adult night. Okay, they have okay. A, they have adult night at Lego Land. Maybe I'll look into that, but I'm just saying that's that feels discriminatory. Discriminatory. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> I'm gonna take to Twitter. The Legoland Discover Central annual pass. Oh, renewal is forty bucks. I was like, oh. the annual pass is forty dollars. Are you saying that's expensive or cheap? I thought that was cheap for a yeah. year. If you lived out in Easton and had kids, oh for sure. Ultimate annual. Pass forty dollars per person. That's awesome. Oh wow. Okay, I'm gonna check out the Lego stuff this week. Okay, we're gonna Julia and I are gonna go to Legoland after this. Moving on. In um, other news, yes. Go it's ahead. still restaurant week, so yes. this falls under food and drink weeks. If you haven't checked that out, you can listen to our podcast from last week because it is still irrelevant for the next couple days. Mm-hmm. Um, also, six one four put out the most popular restaurant week menus. Got I it. thought it was like kind of interesting. Ones they chose weren't necessarily my picks from last week, but I mean they're all good restaurants. Yeah. Um, I was just shocked that they're they're all the more expensive ones. Like they're all the forty dollar, thirty five forty dollar deals. But Cooper's Hawk was the first one. Is it Cooper's Hawk a chain? Uh, yeah, but I think it's like local ish. I don't know. Um, But then when I scrolled down on that article, I found out that Del Mar is like supposedly um, one of the best restaurants like in the country. Yeah, I guess it's the one of the country's top 20 new restaurants of 2019 by Open Table and has like a 97 percent like satisfactory rating. You went the other day, right? No, I have not. Because I went and it was like it was pretty good. It wasn't. It wasn't uh, one of the top 20 new restaurants. I don't know. It had 
had really good drinks. Like, I went with a big group, and we all got drinks, and the food was good. I mean, it was a little bit on the expensive side, but, like, it Mm -hmm. wasn't, like, Restoration Hardware expensive. Yeah. I mean, their Restaurant Week menu, I think, is only $35. So maybe if I can't go to um, High Banks, maybe I'll try to check out Del Mar. Oh, just kidding. It's $40. Ooh, that extra five, really. No, you know what? It's worth it. You know what? If you're just going to go out, just do it. Um... I think that's what you could spend easily on, like, the least expensive. Let's see. What's on their restaurant week menu? Also, Lindy's is on this list that Julia's referring to, the um, the top for of, restaurant yeah. week. And I've never been to Lindy's, and I need to go because it looks so good. I've heard it's, it's like, always on the top restaurants to go to in Columbus. It's in German Village, things. and it's, like, kind of fancy, I think. Yeah. It's, like, one of the fanciers. Like, if you Googled, like, get date fancy. spots Columbus, you'd get, like, Lindy's, the Refractory, I feel like maybe Barcelona. next time my parents are in town, I need to take them to Lindy's. Okay. Oh, yeah. Here's what's on the Del Mar um, restaurant week menu. You can have lobster bisque, seven, seven vegetable fried rice, or emerald kale. Mm-hmm. Oh, those are speaking to me tonight. Oh, okay. The second course is brick chicken. They don't have the brick chicken, Faroe Island salmon, or beef tenderloin. They need to have their tacos on the menu. Their tacos are literally the best. Yeah, I hate when restaurants don't put their known for dish on their restaurant week menu. But if you just go for restaurant week, but then you um just get that dish, then it would yeah. be like $15 instead of 40 Yeah, that's true. I'll think about it. I don't know. Um, and then the last thing is a vegan restaurant is opening up in Angry Baker's Old Spot. So that's Yay. nice. Go vegans. From one vegan to another. Do we know what it's called yet? Uh, I think it does. There's like, there's a few big like vegan places. Yeah. Yeah. We have like, the we have Lifestyle Cafe. We have Woodhouse, that one that just opened. Um, Commune, if you count that one. And then there's like that Ethiopian vegan one. Oh, I need to try that. And then there's like the Satan one that you thought was Satan. Oh, oops. But it's yeah. like Satan. The, yeah. There's that one's tons. supposed to be really good. There's good. Hmm. There's some good ones out there. Okay. Well, so for all of us not interested in eating vegan food, let's talk about sports. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I feel like that's the same audience? Not interested in eating vegan food and sports. I don't know. Some vegans are like super yeah, athletic. That's true. I don't know. It I just, just depends. You know, let's just play into the stereotype. We're moving into sports. We're moving into sports. <laughs> Let's generalize. I, just, I, was just, I was just trying to make a transition there. My um, attempt. So we're now Dayton Flyers fans. They cracked the top 10 in the AP poll for the first time since like the 80s. They're ranked 7. OSU is somewhere in the 30s, but they are still higher than UVA, which I think is nuts. Like this is a crazy year is for this basketball. college yes, hockey this we're talking about? Basketball. Oh. Like March Madness. Oh, Okay. Yeah. When you said Flyers, I originally was thinking... You mean like the Philadelphia Flyers? Yeah, and I was like, oh, no. this is hockey. No, this is the Dayton Flyers. Okay, well, it took me like 30 seconds to get there, the but University I figured it out. Dayton. Go me. Okay, so okay, we're basketball. Flyers fans now. Wait, Not the Philadelphia Flyers, I the Dayton that, Flyers. I thought that OSU was still good. No? We're in the 30s? Uh, not anymore. So we, we're not we going to make it now. to Sweet 16 or the... We'll, we'll see. I mean, we still got like I'm still putting another them in my month. number one in my bracket. No offense. <laughs> We've got another month till March Madness. I put OSU at the top so. of my bracket every year. Am I always right? No. Do I ever win? No. I put them in, in years we're not even playing. We're yeah, in like the right. NIT or something. It's I'm like, like we, a, we're winning it all. You never know when like all the other teams are going to die of the bubonic plague. And yeah. We'll win. The most important thing to understand as an Ohio State sports fan is that you're superior to everyone and the rules don't matter. And you yes, can just thank you. <laughs> do what you want. Yep. 
So other sports news, because we don't care about OSU basketball. And- um, yeah, so the Columbus Blue Jackets are sixth in the division, which is like pretty good. But I feel like this is like a pattern. So I've lived in Columbus for almost three years. But for the past two years, the Jackets always get to the playoffs, and then they always lose. Yeah, they always lose in the like, first round. They've only made it past like the first round, I think, once ever in their entire uh, like tenure as an NHL but, team. But hey, if they even make it into the playoffs, like that's pretty good. Yeah, that's also- pretty good, but... Also, um, we've had a lot of home games this year. I mean, that's probably like a dumb, I mean, I a dumb you have statement. 50, you have like, 50 home it, just, it just feels like every game is a home game, you know? Like, I'm just a really passionate like, Blue Jackets fan, okay? It feels Julia? like every game is a home game feels because like they're always at Nationwide Arena. Are you like referring to every game is a home game because there's so many Blue Jackets fans? <laughs> like, people say OSU every home, home game oh, is a home game. I see game what for you're them. saying. Yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about, but um, we, I think they've had six. Um, stadium sellouts this year which oh, is like wow. really cool so um there's a lot of Columbus Blue Jackets fans because I went to one of the games that was a sellout and um it's just cool to see like Colum- Columbusites Buckeyes showing up yeah for their team I've been to two Jackets games this year and the one game I went was when they played St. Louis who just won the Stanley Cup and I swear it was all like 50% St. Louis fans like I did yeah. not know where they all came from actually like, true when I went the opening night they were playing the maple leaves and um we were sitting like in the second to last row like i kid you not the last row was like the next one the next one and it was just packed with canadians yeah like, they came all the way I from mean, canada it's not that far that's true so oh well back into <laughs> it's politics we're so close to everything you know what i mean yeah we are the center we're, of it we're all. 10 what are we 10 hours from like 50% of, I don't know, numbers. Okay. So, politics. Here we go. Oh, actually, one more thing about sports. I cannot wait for crew season to start. Like, let's go crew. Oh, Columbus crew. I thought you meant, like, crew, like, rowing. No, like, I'm not getting in a like boat. Okay. High school Pass. rowing season. No, You're ready you know for what? It. Men in, like, unitards, not my thing. <laughs> I mean, some people, knock yourself out. Pass for me. But um, soccer, I'm ready. I just, like, can't wait for it to be warm and to, like, wear yellow and to, like, yell a lot for three hours straight while nothing happens on a field. (laughs) And then uh, maybe win a free Acura. I mean, you never know. Yeah, you never know. I think someone, if anyone's listening, like, someone needs to get me into the Nordic. Like, I got to get there. That's, like, have you been to a crew game? Yeah, I've been to, like, two. Okay. The Nordic is, like, where all the crazy people sit with, like, the drums. Yeah, it's, like, the student section. Like, get me, yeah, pretty much. Get me, like, the drumsticks and, like, all game, like, three hours. I'll just be, like, the whole game. Gotta start sliding into the crew's DMs. How do we get in there? Yeah, I think we'll you can just out. buy tickets in that, can't you? Yeah, you can. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> probably the easiest way to do it. We are solving all the problems. Okay, politics. Let's let's jump on it. This is like maybe not as political. Well, no, you know what? This is borderline political. We're counting it. So, Nationwide Children's Hospital um, is a not not for profit hospital. Yeah. However, they um, are opening a for profit segment like wing. Um, so they're asking for a 15-year tax abatement. So um, they asked the Columbus City Schools to sign off 100% tax abatement for 15 years for the for-profit division wing. So the new subsidy, which would be called the, I don't know how to pronounce that, Adeline Biosciences, Adeline Biosciences um, will manufacture medicine for gene therapy, initially trying to focus on two types of muscular atrophy. But the whole point behind this is, um 
they're probably going to spend about $30 million in payroll mm-hmm. um, for these people who are going to like work there. work there for 15 years and it's not going to make a lot of money. Like you have to do the research before you can start to profit off of the stuff, which is why they're asking for the tax abatement. Um, it would, the tax abatement in total would de- divert about, about $20 million from the school district over a 15 year span. So hmm. it's a tough, it's a toughie. Yeah. It's a tricky one. Um, you know, they want to help people, but at the same time, like Columbus city schools also need as much help really, as they can get. <laughs> really need that money. So, so it'll be interesting to see, um, what happens with this. If they, if they grant them the full tax abatement or maybe they give them a partial tax abatement, um, where are they going to get the money from to fund the schools? You know, yeah, that's I'm why it's important to, in my mind to like, you know, stay, pay attention to local politics just because there's pros and cons here. And that's kind of like what politics is about. Just yeah. figuring out what you think is uh, what you think is good. I don't think they've voted on this yet, but um, we'll keep our eye on this story and keep you guys updated. Yeah, I'm interested. And then, oh, then it's also interesting to think about like that area down there because like the area east of Parsons, I've been looking at like properties and the hospital's doing a lot to try and, like, lift up that neighborhood um, mm-hmm. to make it, you know, like a nicer area to live, a safer area to live. Because, one, it will help them attract and retain employees. It'll yeah. It'll be, like, a more desirable place. Because it's not place. as terrible of a commute when you live right. down the street. Yeah. And, like, parking, blah, 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 blah. We could go on and on. Um, so it's, like, you know, Nationwide Children's Hospital isn't just helping people get better, but they're also helping the community around them a lot of things like let's say for example nationwide children's hospital does this extra wing and they hire like 200 300 people and then they have to buy houses and then the people in the houses like fix up the area and make it better then the houses are going to be worth more i.e paying more property tax it's like it would be like it probably wouldn't offset the the 15 the 20 million that they're going to lose over 15 years but Mm -hmm. it's just like ebbs and flows interesting yes very cool to keep in mind Um, One other thing of political news, Governor DeWine has decided to keep this State of the State speech at the State House for the second year in a row. State of the the State doesn't happen until March 31st, so we have a little while. The State of the Union happens in February, so the president will go first. Um, But it seemed like uh, when Governor Kasich was in office, he changed the location of the State of the State speech every year, and he would go Mm -hmm. to, like, a different city. He would go to Cleveland, and he went to, like... Akron and you know wherever yeah um and I guess some there were like a there was a union strike a couple like a time and then people were complaining that it was getting like costly because all of his people have to travel with him yeah so um this will be like the first time in eight years that the state of the state speech has been in the same place like consecutively like two years in a row so just Hmm. something to keep in mind March 31st. We got a while. Yeah. Mark your calendars. Mark your calendars. <laughs> okay. A- construction updates. Yes. Let's get into it. <clears throat> um, so the first thing I've seen like multiple, multiple times is the Dublin Pedestrian Bridge is opening soon. I cannot wait. It's opening March 30- March 13th. And some of the headlines I've read have been like very, very like intense. It's like Dublin will never <clears throat> be the same. Like... That's so but true, I mean, but they're good. not meaning it in like a bad way. But like, That's... I just always read it. And it's like it'll never be the same. <laughs> <laughs> it just comes off a Get little. Get off like, my lawn! <laughs> it just comes off a little intense. Like they're opening a bridge. Like the bridge to Terabithia. It it looks pretty cool. It's like got a nice S shape over the river. Yeah. Um, and it's it'll really be nice tall. to like 
combine those two points and that river was pretty annoying to try to go around. I think my favorite part will be like if you're at Bridge Park and you're at like Pins, let's say, and you're like, man, I really want ice cream, but then you don't want to go to whatever. They probably will open up a Jenny's in Bridge Park but soon. But there's they a Jenny's. To. But my you- whole point is there's a Jenny's across this, the river. And in the past, you had to like drive to get there. And now you're going to be able to just like meander yeah. with a little S-curve bridge. They've been doing a really nice job with Dublin. I must say between like the library that opened last year, the library is so nice. Bridge Park is coming along. We're going to get our North Market 2 pretty soon mm-hmm. in Bridge Park. Pretty soon people in Dublin will have no... No reason to ever leave their their little bubble. Nice little bubble. The Dublin bubble. The Dublin bubble. Um, the other thing is flashback to one of our <laughs> previous podcasts, the dollar the dollar store downtown. Isn't it a dollar general? Up. It's a dollar general, but I didn't mean to say dollar store. I forget that that's an actually, actual brand. Technically, Julia, it's a DGX. I'm sorry. You're right. You gotta use the it's official DGX, branding. But it's run by it's like dollar general's new brand that's going to have kind of be like a udf slash urban target feel cvs like it's going to have the bare minimum or not the bare minimum it's going to have anything you might need you'd find in a convenience store or gas station or something like they'll have deodorant and toothpaste but then also a little bit of fresh food but in this article it also taught this article from columbus underground it talks about um how they will have some home decor stuff and I just can't picture anybody who's living in those apartments above it buying home decor from Dollar General. I mean, let's be honest. Those apartments are going to be really expensive to live in. And they might they might not be able to afford. You might not afford. be able to afford anything. It might be so like rent broke that like, you know, you need some towels. You just mm-hmm. go to the DGX. Yeah. And things won't be a dollar there. They'll or, be normal prices. Or on the contrary, it will still it's not meant to attract that market the people live above it it will still attract people who have been hanging out in downtown and like maybe are not spending three thousand dollars exactly so it's maybe it's catering to both yeah we'll see but um lots of urban target type stuff happening or urban udfs i've actually never been in the udf on oh it's really nice and it has parking in the back of it that's where like we'll go when we want ice cream sometimes we'll go to that udf because there's parking in the back and UDFs. Have you had a UDF milkshake before? Yeah, I've been, okay. I've been to UDF. I'm Perfect. just mean I haven't specifically been to the UDF. It it's it's really nice. I'm it's, a big it's, fan. It is nice that it's there. Um, and then there's some more OSU cons- campus construction, or there will mm-hmm. be. They're looking through the proposals now. Um, this one they've gotten multiple proposals for basically the corner of King Avenue and North High Street. Um, the most recent one is for an 11 story tower that is going to have 204 apartment units, 249 parking spaces, and 11,000 square feet of ground-level retail space. So OSU's campus is just kind of inching further and further down to the short north, which Mm -hmm. I really don't mind. I think it's kind of nice to have, like, that area blend a little bit more. That's so scary to me. I can't tell you how many times my friends and I have been, like, we were at Pine House specifically, and there were, like, all these guys walked in in suits and were, like, Men in suits at a bar. Oh no, they, they just came, came from a wedding. No, they came from their mega kappa kappa psi like Frat Greek formal. formal 
Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, well, all the short north bars are basically OSU bars right now, but that's because there's no bars on OSU's campus anymore. Like, there's like. But two. I feel like I can't go to short north anymore because, like, if I talk to anyone, they're like, oh, I have to finish my social studies homework. And I'm like, <laughs> no, what are you. I think it's like we just can't go to like, like POS. Like, you yeah. can't go to like Pine House, Oddfellows, Standard, Food Hall. That sort of stuff. But like... What's um, the new stomping Max ground? is good. I um, still love Grandview Cafe for like... I, I'm Because the first time Grandview I went to Grandview Cafe. Cafe, I was like, wow, this is like the elevated version. This is like the graduated... This is like yeah. the young professional Bernard's version. is good. Bernard's is a good time. I, I mean, like, like I find myself in places like Lobber and Bar or like Lincoln yeah. Social or um like I, a rooftop somewhere but they're so expensive yeah it's yeah. just i don't know it's I, stay a struggle home. stay home need more happy hours columbus um oh wait speaking of happy hours <laughs> have you heard of toro <laughs> it's this great app that you I can uh you can use to find all the happy hours and deals happening in columbus yeah what a good download it today wow it's like i should be getting paid to say that <laughs> um okay and then do you want to talk about yeah i saw this really cool article let me give credit where credit is due it was from columbus navigator shout out to you guys because you're like rocking it. i love columbus navigator that's like the happiest email i get all week Mm -hmm. or i don't know how often i get it but whenever i see it it makes me smile so they posted this um this little article and they said would columbus transportation be better if we had specific lanes for buses um Last October, New York City turned a few of its busiest streets into um, bus-only streets, so only buses can drive down mm. it. And bus it like it pe- it has increased the, or like rather decreased the route times of buses. Um, it helps decrease like noise, like streets aren't as busy, yeah. or like pedestrians that are walking on those streets say it's so much nicer and calmer. And then people want to ride the bus more because it's getting places quicker. Exactly. So it really, uh, they they before they did it, the anticipation or like the what people thought it was going to be awful, and it's actually like con- the contrary. People love it. It's so good. So I think Columbus Navigator was just making a point to say like, is this something that Columbus could do? Yeah, I know they were testing out like some bus bike only lanes on like third. They and, were, yeah, um, fifth maybe. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see. Columbus is definitely working on all that like transportation stuff as we're expected to grow. Yeah, I think Morpsey and um, Coda are doing a really good job like in the downtown region, which probably needed the most attention. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna get to a point where like that's good and we need like the rest of columbus needs attention like yeah it's hard when there's all these hubs like in polaris and easton that have huge corporations and yeah like there's no great way to get there yeah and there uh i I think that there's a lot of um like a few corporate corporations like private corporations are doing their own measures they're doing Mm -hmm. their own things to try and make transit a little bit easier um, for example, if you guys don't know what Share Shuttle is, you can look up Share. They're a uh, local company, which just does like ride sharing, but private businesses can hire them. So there's a lot of other stuff going on. Um, check out Smart Columbus if you want more information on that. But yeah, let's get into the events that are happening this weekend. Yes, I'm so excited for this weekend. So Restaurant Week is still happening. Yes, it is. So Yum. eat at a Restaurant Week. You have until Saturday, so Saturday yeah. night is the last Sunday restaurant week, so, like, that goes into your weekend. Um, Wonder Ball is this Saturday as well, Ooh. and I actually got invited. <gasps> Ooh. So I'm very 
excited. Stay tuned for photos. I'm so, so jealous. I'm going to be out of town this weekend, so. Really? Yeah. Where are you going? It's a secret. Oh, she's not going to be. She's going to not Columbus. Yeah. We don't speak of other cities. <laughs> um, Wonderball is a fundraiser for the Columbus Museum of Arts. It happens every year, so I've always wanted to go. I feel very honored to be invited by my friend, so that should be fun. And then also happening this Sunday is Donut Fest. Ooh. But I checked last night and tickets are currently sold out. That's so fun. maybe check like Facebook Marketplace, see if you can oh, see, yeah. you know, see someone someone's like selling theirs. Someone's like, oh, you know what? I really had, I really tried I'm on, on this New January Year's. resolution. <laughs> I really should go to the gym instead. So if you are like on the opposite of that, then maybe you can help them out and buy their tickets. Tickets mm-hmm. were like not that expensive, but again, sold out. So, um, and then I found some other cool things to do just like around Columbus um there's i guess it's been there for a couple months and it will continue to be there for a couple more months but there's this thing called like balancing sculptures which is a current exhibit in schiller park in german village oh cool it looked really cool it's by this polish artist and they're literally like sculptures of people like hanging and balancing and Hmm. it just seemed fun so if it's like sunny and you want to go for a walk you know that's like not a bad place to go um maybe you can go to lindy's after and get their yeah (laughs) restaurant week menu (laughs) there you go date night planned and then Columbus Navigator shared a lot of really pretty Instagram-worthy hikes in Ohio. It's not necessarily all in Columbus, but if you're up for like a... Hawking Hills. A drive. And I will say like be careful because I remember this time last year there were a few people who unfortunately died because they were like being unsafe hiking. Um, so don't do that. But there's like Blue Hen Falls, which is in Brecksville, Ohio, which looks really pretty. And like if you go to a falls like when it's frozen... Oh, yeah. Really Hayden, pretty. Hayden Falls in Columbus is very, very pretty. It's not a hike because it's about a two-second walk from your car to the falls, but hmm. it is unreal. Have you been there yet? Mm-mm. Oh, you got to check it out. It's so Is cool. that the one that's like kind of in Hilliard? It's like in Dublin, Hilliard. Yeah, that... yeah, yeah. I've definitely driven by it a million times, but it's always really busy. Yeah, there's like no parking. That's that's the hard part. So maybe if you go in winter. Maybe if you go in winter, it's good. You can actually park. Um. If hiking is, like, not your vibe, there's a lot of really cool Airbnbs in Columbus if, you know, money is just readily available to you and your house isn't good enough. Um, But it was really cool to see Columbus Navigator posted, like, some of the top Airbnbs in Columbus. And it's cool because, like, one of them is just in, like, Wyland Park. Oh. And it's... um, it sleeps for i mean like they're it, they look really pretty so you can just like go and stay in these houses there's of course one in clintonville um don't be surprised that there's one in grandview there's one across the street from my house that had a shooting in it not don't stay at that one maybe <laughs> maybe pass on that one there's even one in franklinton like i wonder how much these this one says you can sleep nine so you could just have like a big sleepover i mean mm. whoever thinks to like airbnb in their own city yeah. There's a really cool one in Italian Village. Look at this. It's like half brick. Oh, I love. Ooh, that's cool. I love a brick uh, condo house. We love a good house. brick moment. Yes. I've been I watching mean, a lot of like house redo shows lately. How perfect. Okay. Here's a perfect uh, weekend for you. I'll paint the picture. It's Saturday. It's Friday night. You just got off of work. It wasn't a long week, but you're still tired because it's like winter and it's dark. So you're like, okay, you go with your friends to restaurant week and you go have a nice meal and then you go to bed and you wake up and you're like, it's Saturday and I want to do something exciting. So you go drive like two hours, you do a nice hike 
and then you come home and you stay in your Airbnb with your 10 closest friends and then you like have a great you know Airbnb calm respectful quiet party not nothing <laughs> raging nothing. and then uh, you go home on Sunday you do your laundry and you go to bed yeah there you go there's your weekend Columbus there we go and, and on that note have that weekend <laughs> <laughs> okay cut it <laughs>